what is going on everybody welcome to the ghost lifestyle podcast i am your host my name is ghost if you don't know by now and i am here with my lovely loving mother delia introduce yourself hey hello everyone um, good evening hello good if, morning if good you guys are just joining us from the facebook live we just had a facebook live and um we spoke a little bit about Hurricane Dorian or Dorian. Dorian. Um, and we kind of got rained out. We did about an hour. Approximately. Uh, about an hour on there and we got rained out. Um, but we're going to switch it up a little bit. Um, and like I told you guys in the previous podcast, I want you guys to get to know me a little bit. And you guys would not be able to know me a little bit without getting to know my my history everything about me and that includes my parents so my mom i have my mom here with me today um so let's start a little bit with your background um you were born in manhattan manhattan new york city new york city new york so let's take it back a little bit to new york city 1972 1972 1972 so you were born in manhattan yeah and your mother her name why we gotta be putting out names <laughs> <laughs> okay no names all right all right my mom yeah okay mom. so no names um my mom so, was my mom so you were born dad. in manhattan yeah, my um mom and my you dad. were born but even though you were born in manhattan um you were brought up in the south bronx the south um bronx, south bronx. a tough neighborhood yep very tough neighborhood mm-hmm. and like now um well, and i yeah. and i know that you're a very tough person mm-hmm. um would you say that that had that has a lot to do with my with the, your character my character my upbringing um it wasn't easy it's still not easy um the Bronx will be the Bronx. I was born and raised, I mean, I was born in New York, in New York City, which back then it was Manhattan, now it's... Do you remember the hospital you were born in? Yeah. What hospital? Metropolitan Hospital. Metropolitan Hospital. Which I was born there, my brother was born there, my sister, my cousins, almost all my cousins were born there. And you moved to what neighborhood in the Bronx? Uh, the South Bronx. South Bronx. Uh, we used to move a lot, so it was so like a little we're talking. We're talking about the South Bronx, the South South Bronx. We're talking about where hip hop basically yep, started. Yep, we're talking right. about back Run DMC. Run DMC. Who else was back oh in that time? God, I can't even remember right now. I'm like blank. <laughs> um, oh, I really can't remember. Okay, um, so rough neighborhood. Very rough. Um, what part of the Bronx Over, we're talking about? I could say from Kingsbridge to Van Cortland to Hunts Point to nearby Southern Boulevard, Crows Avenue. Oh my God, I just can't remember right now exactly, but I try not to remember a lot of my past. There was a lot of crime back when you were yeah, growing up in the Bronx. What? I don't think there was a lot of crime. Like now, now there's a lot of crime. Back then, um, it was before the crack came out. 
before crack before, before the crack era came before out before the crack era i remember when the crack and came you're out. the second oldest i am the second oldest your brother's older my brother's two years older than i um you have a sister that's younger than you i have a sister that's like 10 years young either 10 or 12 years younger than me you have another sister that's a half sister that i know of um, she is um approximately 23 years old already no we're talking about the one that follows you Oh, my sister. Yeah. My sister. sister. The third oldest. My the well is my brother. He's two years older than me. Then is me. Well, my brother's forty nine. I'm forty seven. And then my sister. Wow, she's like I don't want I don't want to mention any names here, but she's like thirty. Oh damn, she's like thirty seven. I'm ten years older than her. And then you have another sister. And then I have a half sister. No, no, wait. You have a half sister. I have a half. Wait, wait. I got. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get to that, wait, 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 before we get (laughs) before we get there, because we are gonna get there. That you know of, you have a half sister from your dad's side. She's twenty three. Twenty three, and then going a little bit further than that, we found out like fifteen years ago that I have two brothers from my father's side that I've never met. That I wish. I could meet them. I don't know their names. Okay, so we're gonna get to that. Okay. But let's go back a little bit. Okay. Um you grew up in an era that even though it was before the crack era, it was the hippie era. Hip hop era. No no not hip hop, hippie. Uh hippie. I don't remember because I was in the seventies. So I really don't remember. I remember the the big, the first ever big blackout in New York. If I'm not mistaken, that was in 1976, 77, 78. I don't remember the exact year. Maybe some people out there know. And I remember that my grandmother was like, nobody go outside. It was the big blackout in New York City. All over. Not only in New York City, it was the Bronx. It was all over New York. And I just remember my grandmother protecting us and saying, don't go out. But then my mother and my father, they were young. My mother, when she had me, she was 19 years old. Your grandmother had a lot to do in your in your upbringing. Oh, absolutely. I love my grandmother to death. Absolutely. And I know... My mother was young. And I know that she had a lot of... She had a lot to do with your upbringing, but your aunts also had a lot to do with your upbringing. I I never saw, and I don't see my aunts as my aunts. I see them like they were my oldest sisters. You know. So you see your your grandmother. So you see your grandmother as a mom. My great grandmother. You see her more as a mom. You know, I love to death my mother, of course, but my mother was young. She was nineteen years old when she had me. Um. She was what six? As a matter of fact, no. She your mom. So, your mom. Do you know what age your mom had you at? Yeah, she. My when she had my brother, she was sixteen. And when she had me, she was eighteen. She was eighteen when she, she had was you. Eighteen years old. Wow, very young. So she was very young. And the three of you, the mm-hmm. three fo- are from the same mother and father. Yep, same mother and father. Okay. Um. 
so I don't know if you want to go too deep because I I know that you had a rough upbringing and I know that we're not we're not saying no names um but I don't want to ask you no questions about that I I rather you tell our audience a little bit about why your upbringing was so rough so they could understand your way of being nowadays because nowadays not that you're a bad person but you're rough 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 you don't take no shit from nobody nope um you have no respect for men i don't um only for my husband of course um i have and, a lot of respect for my husband and you you wear your heart on your sleeve Yep. A lot. Yep. You are the type of person that you will take your shirt off your bag and you will give it to the next person. But that doesn't show when they, somebody meets you. Of course not. But once they do meet you, they it's see... It's a whole different perspective. So, um, I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to let you take the ball here and whatever you want to say because i know there's a lot that you cannot say but i'm gonna let you kind of tell me why you had such a rough upbringing well um first of all my parents are very young my mom was 16 when she had my brother she was 18 when she had me and of course my grandparents have always been very supportive um, in the upbringing of my brother and I with my parents I saw my mom being abused multiple times by my father in front of my brother and I not my sister, my sister was too young once again I'm like 10 years older than my sister 10 or 12 not sure, I think it's 12 I mean I think it's 10 if you're listening, Glory, don't think that you're that young. <laughs> um, She's going to start getting a little bit conceited there. <laughs> yeah, I think it's 10. I'm not sure. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah, my mom got physically abused multiple times by my father. Therefore, it's kind of hard for me to have respect for men out there. I do not tolerate any man so trying you, so to look down at me at all. So uh your mom being abused had a lot has a lot to do with the way you look at Absolutely. men nowadays. Yeah. hmm Yeah, my mom has can always you, been can you elaborate a little bit about yeah, that? I mean my mom has always been a a beautiful, loving mom. And for to see my mom like be physically abused by my father it was really tough the thing is that he did it in front of us and did drugs have a lot to do with that yeah drugs women not that much alcohol but drugs and women what kind of drugs at at that point Um, not today but at that point what kind of drugs we're talking about back then it was a lot of cocaine on my father's behalf and marijuana in front of you yeah mm-hmm. 
and I know from from stories of you and grandma talking that and I know this this has this is kind of changes the story but but i kind of want to give people um i know that you learned how to dance salsa (laughs) (laughs) um i learned how to dance basically high well not i mean not literally high but i'll let you explain i'll let you explain when my dad was like always hanging out with his friends at home of course and my mom had no say at all so my dad always had his friends hanging out in the house and always listening back then to Hector Lavoe, Frankie Ruiz, Willie Colón, Celia Cruz, all the good salsa back then, um, Gran Combo and um, which were around in the Bronx during that time absolutely yeah so um Back then, they would just get high and just listen to music. And who was in the middle of everything? Nani, because that's what everybody used to call me. They still call me my my family. Now, call me Nani. Where was your brother during all of this? Um, I don't recall to be exact. I could say just about myself. I can't really talk on behalf of my brother. I don't know his feelings. I really don't know. I don't know. I I know personally that he has a lot of resentment for a lot of the stuff that you're about to say. Yeah, but I don't want to talk on my brother's behalf. No, 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 no. We're not. I mean, we're not. We're not going to talk. And then later on, he will be here. And then I want him to tell his side of his life. But I know from conversations that we've had. That he has a lot of resentment uh, yeah, for stuff that he saw with his own eyes. Yeah. I don't want to speak on his behalf. I can only okay. speak on my behalf. Okay. So going back, um, there was a lot of drugs during that I time. I wouldn't say like a lot of drugs. But if there was drugs, yeah, there was drugs back then. Yeah, there was. And my mom had no say at all. And I was young. Now... Was that because it was at an era that no wom- women had a say, or was no. uh, or was it because she was young? She was young, and she was she was young. Um, she was young and she was in love. When we're young, we're stupid, young, and ignorant. We all have that. Was your father a womanizer? Oh my God, was he? He still tries to be. He's old now, but not that he tries, but yeah. That's the type of man he is. So I guess it, it runs in the blood. <laughs> Not in my blood. So you saw a lot of abuse in front of you? Yes, I did. Um, and you said earlier that there was a lot of women, a lot of third parties involved. Um, I wouldn't say a lot. There was one in particular. One in particular that I knew of, that my mom knew of, and she had no say until it got to a point where she said that's it that's it i don't remember maybe i was like 14 15 years old when my parents separated 15 years old when your parents like 14 15 years old now was that something that you saw as thank god finally or did that affect you it affected me until maybe it affected you on behalf 
it affected me because I could not see my mom with another man. Even through all the abuse? Even through all the abuse. It was hard to see my mother with someone else. Now, would you say that's a little bit selfish from you? I was young. I was young. Once again, we're young, stupid, and ignorant. How would you feel right now? Let me put you on the spot. No. No, 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 no. Let me put you on the spot right now. I think now. I've how, answered that question plenty of times. How would you feel right now if I was... If I would leave my husband right now, which is your stepdad, which raised you, I, which I don't consider my which stepdad, you don't I consider him as my, your dad, my because real you love dad. him exactly. How would you feel right now if we were to separate? Would you want or would you like to see me with another man? I wouldn't see you All with right another then. man. So, 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 <laughs> therefore, now you know how I felt when I was young. I was young, I was only 15, 16 years old. Were you exposed to a lot of things that you shouldn't have seen at that age? No, I, I, at a young age, yes. That's what I'm saying. At a young age, at a younger age, than before that. ten years old. Yeah. Oh yeah. You were exposed to a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of things that you cannot talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, fast forwarding a little bit to kind of kind of get out of there. Um they split when you were 15 you said 14 15 14 15 14. and from there where do you guys go from there from there it's already your brother you and your sister exactly and where do you guys go from there we my mom sent us first to puerto rico she sent you guys so she she stood behind in new york she stood behind with my sister she sent my brother and i she stood with my sister because she was like five years old. And she sent you guys to where? To Puerto Rico with my grandparents. My grandfather retired. He went to Puerto Rico years before that. Now, if if I could recall, me as a listener listening to you, you just finished saying that your grandmother lived in New York. So at that point, she was already living in Puerto Rico. Yeah, my grandparents lived. They immigrated. Um... New York when my mom was like I don't know. Now if if six, I'm not mistaken um my great grandfather, your grandfather, was one of the first Puerto Ricans to be migrated from Puerto Rico to New York to work in the farms. I wouldn't say the first, but he did and I would say this was before nineteen sixty. Before nineteen sixty. Before nineteen sixty he, he immigrated um the u.s to work in the farms yes okay and then they lived in van courtland right no they lived first in oh my god i forgot the name of the neighborhood I, now you don't you don't have to tell me the neighborhood now you're uncles and aunts had a lot to do in your upbringing absolutely yes a lot yeah i consider them my brothers and my sisters and there's how many um there is four females and two males and and out of all of them and and it's not to throw and it's not to 
is not to um put down the rest but out of the all of them who would you say is it had the most to do with your upbringing my aunt gita I said I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> but it's not negative. No, my aunt Gita and my aunt um, Rosie. They had the most to do with your Absolutely, upbringing. Yeah. Those are the two that I consider most my my sisters. I don't even consider them my aunts. Now, I know that I know that you say that you consider them your sisters, but there's points where you do consider them like a mother figure to you as well. At moments, at moments, at moments, because I've been present a lot of times, and I know that that you consider them your sisters, but you consider them I mean, mother figures I, I, as well. Of course, as far moms. as like, uh, as far as like, the respect you yeah, have for I have them. Yeah, a lot of respect for them. They're great moms. So at this point, um, grandmas were living in Puerto Rico. Yeah. And your mom sends you to Puerto Rico with my brother for the summer, like we did almost every summer. Can you tell me why why you got sent to Puerto Rico? Of course. We got sent to Puerto Rico because my mother already had everything planned out to leave my dad. And that was the only way that she was able to escape from that bad relationship. Just so she didn't want you guys being a part of it. If, if it went sideways, she didn't no, want you she, guys. No, not at all. And she was scared for her life, too. Because you never know what to expect from a person. Do you hold a lot of resentment for that? Towards no. towards either one of them? No. Not anymore. But at the moment you did? At the moment I did. At the moment I did from against my mom. Because I was not understanding why she was leaving my dad. How long did it take you to understand? Wow. I was already an adult. I think I had... I think it was like maybe like 20, 22, 23 years old when I had already two kids. Was any of that resentment towards your father? No, not at the moment. Even though you saw him? Even though I saw him abuse, physically abusing my mother. No. At what point in your life did you start resenting your father for the abuse? I can't even recall at what point. All I can remember was me being in a relationship and with my first husband and not, which he never put a hand on me, but me being in a relationship and always saying to myself, I am not going to permit what happened to my mom happened to me. At all. So do you, th- <clears throat> excuse me, do you think that maybe either once you started dating and understanding or maybe once you got married the first time and understanding, that's when you started understanding what your father was doing to your mom? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, once I had my kids. And I always said I was not going to let my kids go through whatever I went through when I was young. Which I was never in a relationship. Any, I was never in an abusive relationship. I was never in a relationship that a man mistreated me at all. That was unacceptable for me. 
and it's still unacceptable for me. So your mom sends you to Puerto Rico and you are away from your mother for how long? Just a couple of months. A couple of months and your mom moves to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. So how much of your upbringing did your grandmother have to do with it? A lot. From the moment I think I was born. My parents were young. My parents my my parents were young. My grandmother has always been there to this day. She has always been there for me. And my mother. So you would say that out of everybody in this whole entire world, the person you hold the most respect for would be your grandmother. My grandmother. My mom. In the beginning it was hard for me with my mom. Because then eventually after a couple of years, she met someone and and it was still hard for me to accept that person even through now let's let's talk about that a little bit i don't know if you want to talk about it but i want to talk about it your mom meets somebody else mm-hmm. yeah and that person ends up being verbally and mentally abusive as well mm-hmm. not from the beginning but later on later on after many years after he has someone else yeah so but i never get along with him i know because i never accepted him at all but he was the stepdad to my sister now let's talk about that a little bit because there, there was a one point in my life where i i myself thought that that was the father of your sister What's the story with that? Because I know that at some point there was some type of confusion there. Was it that he got with your mom when when she was little, or was she pregnant when she, when he got no, with your mom? No, 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 no. What was the confusion there? Uh, there was no confusion. She got with my mom when my sister was like six years old. He raised her, though. He raised her. Yes, he did. He raised her. 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 Okay. And she she could consider him as a stepdad, not me. How much did he have to do in your upbringing? A lot. While I went through part of my middle school and part of my high school. So, you're in Puerto Rico for how long? Oh my god, I can't even remember. So recall. you you get sent at 15 years old. No, I got sent and I was like in I was in 7th grade. When you got sent to Puerto Rico. When I got sent to Puerto okay, Rico. Okay, and you were in Puerto Rico how long? 7th, 8th, 9th. After 9th grade, I went back to New York. That's another that will be another show. <laughs> Another episode. I don't want to talk about that right now. But I went to New York with my aunt. I tried to live with my dad. I was there for almost a year. Didn't work out. I was in ninth grade. I went back to Puerto Rico. No, actually, I went back to... I actually, not being honest, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was in ninth... Wait. I was in part of my seventh grade... Well, yeah, part of my seventh grade because I did 
seventh grade in the Bronx. I got into a fight. It was terrible. Part of my seventh grade, anyway, I was in New York in the Bronx. Then I did part of my seventh grade in Puerto Rico. Then I was there for part of my seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. Part of my tenth grade, I did in New York in the Bronx. So you were basically bouncing back and forth between Puerto Rico, New York, Puerto Rico, yeah, New York. Yeah, but that's because I wanted it. That's because I wanted it. I wanted to go to New York and try and be with my dad. Try to work things out and see the did, way things did, were. Did you and you have? Did you and your dad have a rocky relationship? Um. At that point, at that point, right there. No, no. I still love my dad. I couldn't understand why him and my my mom weren't like. I understood why him and my mom weren't together. But I wanted, since I couldn't see my mother with another man, I wanted them to live with my dad and see how it was. So my brother and I went to New York. Both of you. So it wasn't just you. Well, I don't remember if he went first or if I went first. I, I don't recall. But I remember we were, and this is that. I remember I was like in 10th grade. And my brother and I was at ninth grade. Or ten, I don't recall. Ninth or tenth grade, we went to New York, and we were living with my aunt. And my brother had his first job in a supermarket, and we spent Christmas alone. And I remember my brother had his first car. And we went to Rockefeller Center. My brother and I, one of his friends, that this world is so small that that friend that we spend Christmas with lives here in Florida. And where, and where were your parents at that point? Um, my dad was with his woman back then, and my mom was in Puerto Rico. I'm and gonna we, ask you. I'm we, gonna. I'm, we, gonna, I'm we, gonna ask you a question, and and I don't know how you want to answer it. It's basically just a yes or no question. But would you say that the majority of the time that you've known your father, he's been under the influence of drugs? Absolutely. Do you recall a time during your upbringing? Not now. During your upbringing. That you could recall your father being sober of any drugs at all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it more sober? Or was it more under the influence? He was, I don't know, it was combined. It's not like he was always under the influence. So, but, um, Back to ninth grade. You were ninth grade in New York. Uh, you went from Puerto Rico to New York. Um, we're when, I, I wanna, when, I wanna, I wanna. I went. From I, I wanna distance myself a little bit. Um, I know it's a touchy, a touchy subject. So I wanna distance myself a little bit from the whole father conversation. Um, you went from Puerto Rico being with your grandmother to New York, um, ninth grade. And I know that at some point you end up in Puerto Rico again. Um, 
lead me from you were in New York in ninth grade and then you ended up in Puerto Rico. So lead Actually, me. Actually, no. I went from being in Puerto Rico seventh grade, go back to New York in ninth grade, part of it. I don't remember now it was eighth or ninth grade. Anyway, I go to New York. I spend Christmas with, I was living with my aunt. And then in between my aunt, it was like my aunt and my father, my father, and my aunt. And I remember spending a Christmas Eve. We went to Rockefeller Center. So it was from your father to your aunt. And my where, aunt. where was your mom at this point? In Puerto Rico. So you because so I, I I couldn't accept the fact that she was with someone else. So you left your mom in my Puerto mom Rico. My mom and my grandmother in Puerto Rico. I go to New York, and my brother was in New York. I don't recall if he went before me or not, but my brother was there. We went to um, Rockefeller Center for Christmas Eve. His first car it was a Cutlass Supreme. And I remember he drove it to Manhattan with his so friend. So, so at what point do you go back to Puerto Rico? Um, from New York. Things didn't work out with my dad. Um, my, heart, my aunt was having a hard time with her husband, but back then, her ex-husband. And... Things were not working out with my dad. So my mom was already living in Florida. And I go, I come to Florida to live with my mom and her ex-husband. The one that you didn't get along with. Exactly. The one I didn't get along with. The one that raised my sister. Mm -hmm. And I try living with my mom, but he was too nosy. Like was too nosy i didn't get along with him so i things didn't work out in florida i went to high school here in florida for a couple of months then i go back to puerto rico with my grandmother and at that point you were in what grade i was in 10th grade and so you go back to puerto rico and i know back in puerto rico you you were your not only were you with your grandmother, but you re, you were reunited again with your aunt. One of my aunts. Yeah. One of your aunts that lived with my grandmother. The other ones always live with my grandmother. The other ones still behind in New York. The other ones still behind in New York. So I go to Puerto Rico and I live with my grandparents, both my grandparents, my aunt and my uncle. And your uncle. Mm-hmm. Both uncles or just one uncle? One of my uncles. One of your uncles. So at this point you're in Sabana Grande, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. I said it mad gringo right there. Um so you go back to Sabana Grande, Puerto Rico and you go to high school. I go to high school. At this point you meet my sperm donor. Um yeah. You I were in tenth, eleventh grade. How old? I was seventeen. Seven. But I met him before, like I've been, I knew him for a couple of years. I met him in middle school. 
And Sabana Grande is very country. Like, yeah. it's up in the mountains it's country. It's a remote, yeah, It's like city. you hear about Puerto Rico. You don't even hear about Sabana Grande because yeah. it's so... So remote, so country. Yeah. Yeah. And if the, I'm, back if, then, there if, was if, not even a, 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 a light. Like, there was not even a stoplight at all. But I met your sperm donor when I was in middle school. When you were in middle school? Because he was friends with one of my neighbors. So, you be my sperm donor. 12th grade, you got pregnant? Yeah, I was. I got pregnant when I was in 12th grade. You get grade. pregnant 12th grade. Um, I do not. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> I don't want to even touch that subject. But Why? <laughs> I, I maybe a later episode will touch that subject. Um, but I think that I think that would take a whole episode of that would probably take up like thirty minutes of this, and I don't want I don't I don't want to I don't want to give that too much importance right now. Okay. Um. So you get pregnant, things don't work out. You end up moving to f- back to Florida. Back to Florida with my mother. With your mother. Um. You give birth to me here in Florida. Yes. Um, in Oakland. Yep. Oakland, Oakland Park. Park. Trinity. Trinity Birthing Center. Trinity Birthing which Center, which doesn't even exist anymore. It does not exist anymore. Trinity Birthing Center was in Oakland and Dixie Highway, which is the ghetto. <laughs> ghetto. Oh. Uh, so you give birth to me in um, a birthing center. What happens after that? After that, um, I was living with my mother and her ex-husband, the one I didn't get along with. And after you were a couple of months old, I would say maybe four months old, we got at it like really bad. I was working, by the way. I was working at um, North Broward Hospital. And after I had you like not even 40 days after I had you I was like not even 30 days after I had you I started working and I was there for a couple of months you were a couple of months old maybe like four months five months old and I decided to go back to Puerto Rico because I refused to be with my mother and her husband because of him so I go back to Puerto Rico and I didn't want to put the burden on my grandparents of me having a child and them supporting you and me. So I moved in with one of my best friends from high school. She opened her doors for me. Now, <clears throat> you never married my father. Hell no. Fuck no. You moved back to Puerto Rico, and I know that he lived in the same town. Yep. Um, how was that? And I know I didn't want to touch this too much, but I know uh, this is this is a part of your life. So how was that living in the same town, um, knowing that you had a a, a child by this person? It was pretty hard because he was a player. He's always been a player. He was a player and I knew that back then it was a p- 
puppy love that you call and it was like of course I wanted to be with the father of my child but he was a player he was up and down with different women different girls so at what point from there now once again you're living with your grandmother I was living with a friend from high school and then my grandparents kept on insisting on me going with them because they wanted me to go with them of course so I went with my grandparents I started working a friend of mine got me a job at a retail store very well retail store and I started working and I went to live with my grandparents my grandmother helped me raise you she took care of you while I would be at work and now you moved to Puerto Rico when I was how old a couple of months like five months four or five months so and everybody your your dad wasn't there when I gave birth but in the state of Florida you could give your child whatever last name you want so I decided to give you his last name which is totally different from Puerto Rico because if I would have been born in Puerto Rico I would have had both of you guys last name yep so at what point do you meet your next husband which is the father of my two sisters um when I started working at the retail store he was uh one of the supervisors, assistant managers at that retail store. And I met him there. So you guys meet, um, you guys end up getting married. After like a year, yeah. After a year, you guys get married. Um, you end up finding out that you're pregnant. Yep. Um, you guys end up moving together to... Bayamon. That's right, because you guys did live in the other side of the island. I lived like two hours away from my grandmother. I got married. I moved two hours away from my grandmother. And mm. when I got married, I was pregnant of your sister. Now, being that I know that you were back and forth between New York and Puerto Rico. And your grandmother had a lot to do with not only your upbringing, but your life in general. She was like your mom. Was that hard moving? Even though it was to the other side of the island, but Oh my god. She she was the one helping you with All me. All the time. Every day I would call her. Voila. How do I cook this? I'll do how do I well, cook Well she that? taught you how to cook over the phone. Over the phone, yeah. Over the I phone. I didn't even know how to fry eggs. I would call her and ask her, How do I do fried eggs? And she would tell me step by step. How do I do rice? How do I do beans? How do I do this? How do I step by step over a landline phone? And grandma is so country that she used to, not now, but she used to cook outside with the fogon. Yeah, not all the time. No, I mean not all the time, but she only did like like grandma. Let let me for the listeners that don't know my great-grandmother your grandmother is basically like a taina mm-hmm. she grew up like a taina yes um 
which for you guys that don't know is the puerto rican native indian yes uh, my grandmother grew up no bathrooms no kitchens no nothing no a technology would what whatsoever, whatsoever. um talking to her in the past i know that she's told me back in the day that they didn't even have toilet paper nope. um so that's a little backstory of my grandmother so anyways you're on the other side of the island um you're married what happens next i'm pregnant of your sister i get my second or third your second when i got married to their my ex my first husband Uh uh-huh my first husband is your sister's dad both your sister's dad i lived on the other side of the island so i was away and he used like i said before he used to work at a retail store very well known Mm -hmm. not going to mention the store name he was an assistant manager and he was always working 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 all the time i was always by myself and i would travel at least once a month to go see my grandmother until when i gave birth for your sister i gave birth on the other side of the island where the family was because i needed my grandmother's support to take care of you mayagüez mayagüez which is on the south west side of the island the area and oeste de puerto rico and you were living on the complete east side i of was the island. living on the north side of the island northeast side of the island which was two hours away therefore i went to the west side to leave you with my grandmother because my mother lived in florida and to give birth to your sister so i gave birth to your sister and then i went after a couple of days i went home now kind of jumping a little bit how far how long how far how long after that do you give birth to my third sister three years after three years after you three years get, after you getting pregnant again actually i lived in bayamon when i first got married when i had your sister then i went to luquillo all the way to the east side of the island i worked after i had you and your sister I worked at a very well-known hotel, El Conquistador. I worked there for a while. And then things were getting kind of rocky in the relationship. Then we went all the way to the northwest side of the island because they changed him from stores. And we were there for like two years. And after we were there like for two years, um, I had your youngest sister which you had complications having her yes i did you had complications having her and i know that during the pregnancy yes, i know that she actually ended up having surgery yeah but during the pregnancy i had my placenta really bad really bad so bad that they didn't know what was going to happen with her when i was pregnant of her and i went to church I went to church and I prayed my ass off that you cannot imagine. 
I went to a Pentecostal church. And I prayed my ass off and thank God everything went well until she was 11 days old. And she started, actually no, she was like seven days old and I was, she was having complications. And when she was 11, 12 days old, she had a stomach surgery. At 11 years old, stomach no, 11 surgery. 11 days, days, days. I mean, I'm sorry. 11 days 11 old, days she has old. stomach surgery. Stomach surgery. Your youngest sister, Stephanie. That must have been really hard. Yeah, it was. And back then, there was stealing babies at the hospital. Centro Medico de Mayaway. There were stealing babies from the hospital. From the hospital. And I couldn't sleep. I was recently gave birth to her i couldn't sleep i slept on a chair for a couple of days i went from one hospital to the other with her because at the first hospital they didn't do the surgery that they needed to do on her all the studies and then they transfer us in a in an ambulance to another hospital to do the studies on her and then they finally find out found out what she had and then they did the surgery on her and i think she was like maybe 13 days old i would say being she, being that it was she was 13 that must have been really hard yeah, of course it was really hard because i had to leave you and your other and your sister with my grandmother in order for me to take care of your young sister that was in the hospital that i didn't know i was young and I didn't know what she had, and I was recently gave birth. And when a woman recently gives birth, it's hard on a woman. You know, her body's aching, and she's tired, and it was just hard. But anyway, so she came out good after the surgery. So you give birth to Stephanie. Um, how long after that is it that? You end up getting divorced. I I was in that marriage for six years. Six years. Six years. So Stephanie must have been about two years old. Two years old. So at this point, you end up meeting my current husband. Your current husband, which is the man who raised me most of my life, mm-hmm. who I considered my dad. Um, you end up meeting him. Yes. And I'm not going to say where, but you end up meeting him in Aguadilla. Aguadilla at a job. At, we used to work together. At the job. Um, and I know that at that point, I didn't want to, but uh, at, did your best friend at that point had a lot to do with that? Yeah. She, My back then best friend had a lot to do with it. She was the one that got us together. And I appreciate that a lot from her. So let's talk a little bit um, about um, those first couple years. Um, I know for me, I, I can't speak for my sister, but for me, I think now listening to you, it was hard for me because I couldn't see you with somebody else. You see? Um, and I know you remember that. Yeah. Um, because 
um, your first husband was the first man that I knew because mm-hmm. my father has never been around. So it was hard for me. Um, and I know that I gave him a, I wouldn't say a lot of problems, but I made it tough for him. In the beginning, uh, the first two years, yeah. I made it tough for him. Um, but um, I remember that um, he used to play a lot of baseball. Yeah. At that point. And I remember him trying his ass off a lot. A lot. To show you who he really is. And I was, what, like five years old, I think? No. Um, I was Stephanie was two, Shanae was five, and you were seven. Seven years old. And I remember that. Because I remember spending a lot of time at your job. I spent a lot of time at your job. Yep. I remember. Because I didn't have a babysitter at times, and all three kids had to be with me at work. That was before 9-11. Yeah, you worked at the airport. Um not not for the airport but you worked at for a place at the airport actually no i worked for the airport because the company is at the airport i know but the company's at the airport but it's not for the actual airport that you worked no it was a private corporation that the transportation at the airport and that was before 9-11 and i I remember for 9-11 i was working I remember. I, I actually remember for nine eleven because you picked me up for early for nine eleven. School, yeah. Um, because so we thought the world was gonna end. Because <laughs> that's the way, like, the way things were. Nah, I remember at that point, you, of course you, but dad, your best friend, and. My ex best friend. Your, I'm sorry, your ex best friend, and great grandma had a lot to do with my upbringing. Yeah. At that point, um, and I actually remember that I. Let's talk about. Um, I remember the time that they stole your van. Yep. Actually, let's rewind a little bit. Okay. Um, during my first year of my relationship with my current husband, um, we moved into this house and they burglarized, they robbed. That was before the van? Yeah, before the van. That was before the van, okay. Before the van. They burglarized, they robbed the house twice. Twice in one week. During a hurricane? No, 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 no. Wasn't it during a hurricane? No. I was actually in New York with my ex-best friend, and you kids were with my ex-husband, because it was one weekend yes, one weekend no, and you kids went with him for the weekend and for now, a couple of more days. At this point, you were how old? I was 20. My age. You were my age, yeah, weren't you? Your age, yeah. You mm-hmm. were my age. 26, 27. And I and I I remember and the reason I remember was because they ended up stealing and you had just bought me a Nintendo sixty four. No, wait a second. But before that, before going into the Nintendo sixty four, I went to New York with my ex best friend. We went there for like five days or so, 
and she went to her sister's house i went to my aunt's house the, my aunt that i consider her as my um my sister and we went there like for five days i would say i needed like some time like away from the kids or whatever and when we during that time that i was in new york like for five days my husband said since the kids are not here you're not here i'm gonna go stay with my mom for a couple of days and when i got back the same day i got back during the afternoon we go to the house but he wasn't there for those five days that i wasn't there when we go back to the house i see these fingerprints on the refrigerator and I'm very picky. Like, my kitchen is always, like, clean. To this day. To this day. <laughs> and I see the <laughs> fingerprint on the refrigerator, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, did you do this? And I started wiping it down. Immediately, I started wiping down the refrigerator. And he's like, what are you talking about? I haven't been here. He just, like, walked in. He was parking the car. Before I opened up the gate, I went in. And as he's parking the car, I go in and I see which that house was in the most fucked up location. It was literally off a highway. It was literally off a highway, like, but it wasn't a fucked up location. No, when I say fucked like, up location, it, it was, was in front of a Monsanto farm. Monsanto farm. But when I say fucked up location, is that you literally not that it's an exit off the highway. You literally live off the highway. Oh. On the highway. On the highway. On the highway. Yeah. It's literally what I think it was like three, four houses only, right? It was only three houses. Three houses. And it was on the highway. On the highway. Um and all that literally separated the highway and the house was literally a freaking aluminum fence. Aluminum fence, yeah. Um so to kinda skip all the details. Um, you end up getting to the house. I you guys end up house. get end up finding I out. Actually, wipe down the freaking f- the fucking fingerprint. And when my husband goes to the, you know, he goes, he's like, "That's not me. I wasn't here this whole time. You wasn't here. You were in New York. I was in my mom's house." And he goes to the bathroom, and whoever broke in <laughs> to the house fucking took a shit. <laughs> They fucking took a shit and they ate food. I, I remember I had some grapes. They ate grapes because they ate, they left part of the grapes on top of the, the counter, the, the kitchen counter. And they went to the bathroom and the motherfuckers took a shit. <laughs> and they didn't fucking flush the toilet. Now they ransacked that whole oh house. Oh my god, though. they took. The Nintendo 64. They literally had enough time to look through the whole of house. Of course, there was no one around. They knew. They were watching us. So, let me let me see. Actually, before that, now that I remember, before that happened, I went to the mall with my stepdaughter. You kids were with your my ex-husband. I went to the mall in my minivan. And they stole my van. They stole my... Now that me thinking... Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I had just said. The yeah. minivan was before, was the, before house. the house. 
I had a minivan. But I wait, let's let's mall. finish the house first. Let's finish the house and we okay. talk about the minivan because I don't want to confuse the listeners. So they break into the house. They break whatever, into the whatever, house. The police, they stole the police everything. Come, the they police come. They take fingerprints. They couldn't really take a lot of fingerprints because I they washed it down. They broke into the house again again like two how long after two days after two days after two days after were we staying at the house no so after they broke into the house and we noticed it we said we are not gonna be staying in the house because i didn't want to put you kids in that in danger in danger so we went to my in-laws house and they ended up breaking into, into the, the house, house again again two days after because we would go every day to the house to check up on the house after that. And the second day we went to check on the house at night because we used to work at night. After we got out of work and we went at night, they broke into the house again. And they t- even took the lawnmower. They took the trimmer. It was like, so the fuck? So anyway, we broke the lease, of course. We took the little bit of the belongings that we had because they had like ransack like everything we had everything even an ac that we had on 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 the window and we just left we just left so going back to the van going back to the van which was like two or three months before that that was when i went to new york no, actually, no, no, that no, was no, before. No, no. no because before. I remember that we were with, I was with my sisters and your ex-husband, and we were waiting. We were actually meeting up, and you guys had gone to the Aguadilla Mall, and we were waiting for you guys off the highway to do the exchange. And I remember that we saw the van, and we were like, there comes mom, because the van that you had and you could tell that van because nobody had that fucking van. Yep. It would. I don't even want to say what it looked like. We, we, I don't. We, I don't. We, even, we, I don't even want to say what it looked we like. We do not want to sound racist because we are not. No. Don't. Racist do, at don't, all. don't. Don't even say okay. it. Don't even say okay. it. Okay. Uh, I, I. That's what I was trying to get to. I, I don't. I'm not gonna say what kind of van it looked like. But I remember. <laughs> I remember waiting. We're like, oh, that's mom. That's mom. And the van just kept on going. And we're like, what the fuck? Um, so you were at the mall and you ended up noticing that your van was gone. My van was gone. You were with dad? No, I wasn't with him. I left him at work. It was a Saturday. We were at the beach. After the beach, we were home. He got ready. He went to work. And you I were with his oldest daughter. With my oldest stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. I mean, my oldest stepsister. Um, so, anyways, long story short, they ended up stealing the van. They robbed a bank in Puerto Rico. They burned the van, and the FBI got involved. FBI got involved because the people that robbed the van robbed a bank. Therefore, if they rob a bank, the it's FBI, federal. that's federal. So, so I had the so FBI you, on my shit. So you started getting investigated yep. by the FBI, yep. which nobody knows. Exactly. Nobody knows at all. Nobody, you, like, I didn't know. I didn't know what the hell was going on. No, but I'm saying people that you know don't know this part about you, that the FBI was actually investigating you. Yep. 
because they thought you had something to do because the van did belong to you guys. It belonged to me, but when I was at the mall, they robbed, they took my van. And, and if I'm not mistaken, it was a bank in Mayagüez, yeah, right? They robbed the the van on a Saturday, and then on a Tuesday, when I'm at work, the babysitter, the lady that babysat you, that may have rest in peace. She passed away. She had cancer. Um, the lady, she was young. She was not even 35 years old back then. But anyway, she was babysitting you and your sisters. And she called me at work. Which she knew that they robbed my band because everybody knew I work. And her girlfriend back then used to work with us also. So... Um, she called me at work and she's like, hey, listen, I saw your van on TV. And I'm like, what? She said, yeah, your van was on TV. Call the cops because I saw your van on TV. It's burnt. But I saw your van on TV. So when she said it's burnt, I thought it was like, oh, a little bit burnt or whatever. So when I called the cops, they say, yeah, we have... This and this van, did this belong to you? And I said, yeah. And, okay, it's in Maya West. You need to come down here. So when I went with my ex-best friend to see the van, it was completely burned, but it wasn't even there. It was back in Awadilla where I was at in the FBI. Because the FBI, where they kept everything other evidence and all that stuff was in the same airport where you worked, where at. I worked at so like you literally a block away from so me. every single day you had to literally pass the van we had to pass the van every single day after that where the van was parked at now now think about did they ever catch the people who did no it? not that i know of not that you know of no that okay know. so so after they burned the van then we go back we go back and nice like, sound effect. I know. <laughs> sound effect. <laughs> uh-huh. Like two months after that, they stole in the house twice in one week. Because after they burned the van and I had the FBI on my shit, I was so stressed out because I didn't know what the heck was going on. I was young. I was like 26, 27 years old. I didn't know. No, actually, I was younger. I was like 25 years old. I didn't know what the heck was going on. And I needed a break. I needed like to distract myself. And that's when I went with my ex best friend to New York. To New York. Um, to release some stress now, or whatever. At that point, I remember we spent a lot of time with Dad's family. Oh and my God, yeah. Dad's family had a lot to do in my personal, my upbringing. Um, and in Aguadilla. Um, so, fast forwarding a little bit, 2001. October 2001 we moved over here yep right after right after 9-11 me and you ended up moving Moving over here um for a better life a better life a better life because I wanted to give a better education to you and your sister and I remember I wanted to get away from the drama of his ex-wives I know that that consumed our life a lot and within the first two years of my marriage, yes. At that point, it consumed our uh, our life a lot. Mm-hmm. Their yep. dr- the that drama. That drama with his, it's one of his his first ex wife. Yeah. 
and he has two kids. He has two daughters. Two daughters from his previous marriages. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So me and you move over here to Florida. Uh, we move with your sister. Um. We were here for how long before Dad came over? Uh, he came over and I gave him February. The beginning of February, right before Valentine's. Would you say that it was a rough couple months? Maybe even years. I would say it was a rough couple years. Yeah, absolutely. My first five years was really rough. After I was with my husband for five years. Within those five years, my husband was always saying let's get married let's get married and i was like nope i'm not getting married again i'm not getting married again and after i was with him for five years then i decided you know what i think it's time to get married and then i surprised him and i was like you know what on a trip that we took to puerto rico now this is a a lesson for listeners especially not only listeners but for young people out there that big weddings and that whole dreamy big wedding i want this honeymoon oh no, whatever just a waste of money that's that's a oh, fairy tale that's a fairy tale because a money when i got married would you say would you say <clears throat> when there's real love it doesn't matter where you get married it does not matter nothing matters nothing matters my first marriage i got married in a catholic church and I had an I didn't I can't not say an expensive re, um, reception, but we had a really nice family reception, a nice wedding, but the love was not there. It was a waste of money back then. Me thinking about it now. Therefore, moving forward, after I'm with my current husband or five years that I decide you know what I think it's time for, to get married I love this guy to death and I want to get married and that's when I said you know what let's get married on a trip to Puerto Rico on a vacation to Puerto Rico I told his sister I want to get married with your brother your brother's been ask, asking me for years let's get married so she did all the two of his sisters made all the arrangements now the wedding was so small that it was in the backyard of not even a priest it was the reverend a reverend yeah his backyard actually no not even his his laundry room his laundry room (laughs) i got married in a laundry room It's funny, but yes. You got married in, in a, a laundry, laundry room. room. Yep. On a vacation. On a vacation. To Puerto Rico. To Puerto Rico. And afterwards, we went to a restaurant. His father, may he rest in peace, he paid the dinner, the wedding dinner, at this really nice Don Quixote restaurant in, it's not Añaco, it's Aguada. I still remember. Yeah. So... Really nice at this closure. Point, at this point, we're living in Florida. Yeah, we're living in Florida. Um, the girls had already come over from Puerto Rico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were. We were all living here. Mm-hmm. Um, we were living in a two-bedroom apartment two bedroom. in Deerfield. Mm-hmm. Deerfield Beach. Grandma was living with us. Yep. Um, so kind of skipping a lot. 
um we're already at 72 minutes um so kind of sp- skipping a lot um would you say that from where you were at that point to now how has the journey been it's been up and down it's been like a roller coaster has it been worth it oh absolutely 100 percent worth it if you could change anything i wouldn't change anything at all at all even the downs even the downs i learned from the downs i learned how to live life and appreciate everything that i have now you're in a good place in your life absolutely you're in a good place with your mother my mother you're in a good place with your family as a whole yeah you finally bought your first house i bought my first house this year in february yep house you've always wanted a house i've always wanted with a pool with the pool you have all your grandkids my grandkids i'm missing one but yeah you're missing one grandkid but she'll be here next month so if if you could give young delia a word of advice what would you tell her right now if you if you could talk to yourself back Mm -hmm. then what would you tell yourself keep on moving don't look back don't look back keep on moving forward i learned from my mistakes but wouldn't you wouldn't you say that's the same thing you've been doing this whole time yep Absolutely. Okay, so something else that you could tell yourself. Something something that you did not know back then that you would tell yourself back then like listen, do this. Not 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 do something specific, but give yourself advice at a young age. Whatever age you want to pick. If you could tell yourself something, what would it be? I wouldn't even know. You wouldn't change anything? Nope. Not at all. Train of thought? Nope. Actions? Nope. Nothing at all? Nothing at all. Nothing. That's kind of bold to say. Nope. You know that's kind of bold to say. That's okay. I'm proud. Would you consider yourself a different person from the person you were back then? Absolutely. Yeah. I would have been in jail right now. If I would have not been a different person. Because of the way you got brought up. Yep. Things that we didn't touch up on. Yep. Believe me, I would have been in jail right now. So you're totally different, Delia, from the person oh, yeah. you were I'm back a grown then. Woman. Yep. I always used to be with a with a baseball bat in my car. Is this where you imagined yourself? Nope. This is not where you imagined yourself no, at. Not at all. So what's next? I don't know. What's next is just see my grandkids grow. I'm being there for them. Like I've been there for my kids. So, 
what matters the most right now unity family trust being together as a family no matter our ups and downs because I have a lot of ups and downs with my kids we have had a lot of ups and downs with you and your sister yep I think as a family we've had a lot of ups and downs oh yeah absolutely I have no regrets a lot of suffering a lot of suffering a lot of good times too a lot of good times do you think because I think I have this problem and I think I think out of out of everybody, I think me and you are the most alike. Do you think that we're misunderstood? Absolutely. Uh, do you think that yeah. it? Because uh, I know when I when I look at my life on a scale, and I will have to describe my life, the word the first word that pops into my head is misunderstood. I know where I stand. I know where you know where you stand, but I think we're misunderstood a lot of the time. Of course, all the time. Nobody walks in my shoes but myself. The day anyone tries to walk in my shoes, I will kneel down to them. That's not gonna happen. Ain't nobody walking in my shoes. At all. That being said, don't underestimate a woman that knows where she stands at and knows what she wants in life. So, with this being said, I remember at the beginning of this episode, you said. You have no respect for you me. have no respect for yeah. men. So to this day, you stand true yeah, to that. I, stu- I stand true. The only two men I have respect for is my husband and you. That's it. That is it. Because the other one I have respect for passed away, which was my grandfather. I have no respect for men. All the suffering that my mother went through. And I went through as a child seeing my mother suffer. And I know you went through as a child with seeing things. Yep. That has not been said, which I will not say. So when you think back, who do you think had the most impact in your life out of everybody? My dad. In a negative way? Yep. Till this day. Till this day? Till this day. In a negative way? In a negative way. After all he put my mother through, yeah. And all he put his kids through, yeah. Have you ever had the chance to talk about that with your dad? No. He's not going to understand. You don't think he will? No, nope. he's an alcoholic. So you think that his mis- his mentality is still the same as back when you were a child? Absolutely. So when you think about your life in a in a positive way, who had the most impact in a positive way? My husband. 
In what way? And how to treat a woman. <laughs> it's okay. You can cry. It's okay. So the person that's had the most impact, you think that that's the person that's... I would... I, mm, I would dare to say that that's the only person in this world that can calm you down. Or not even calm you down, that knows how to deal with you. Yeah. Because I don't, yeah, I don't, not even us as your kids. He's had the most patience. I think he's the person I know in this world that has the most patience. Yeah, he does. And then later, I think later on when, when I talk to him, sitting down here I'll, t- I'll talk to him about that but i know that his upbringing was totally, totally different totally different <laughs> totally different from anybody I, that i actually know before his dad passed away that was my like my sanax every time i would be upset for whatever reason especially when he was going through his my ex, my husband, it was going through his problems with his ex-wife, and I would get upset about. That was it. your like, go-to person. Yeah, that was my go-to person. That was like, he would like calm me down, like you cannot imagine, and like in less than a minute, he would calm me down. I would go from a ten to a two. He would like calm me down, like you cannot imagine. So I know you suffered when when oh he, yeah he passed away yeah a lot yeah. I know, because we were there. Yeah. So and my husband is a replica. He is. Him. He is a replica. My husband is my Sanax. Everybody says, oh, I take depression medication. I take this, I take that. No, my husband is my, my Sanax. He knows how to calm me down. And I'm not talking about sex-wise. I'm talking about, like, he calms me down. He's talking to me. Like any, like nobody could just imagine what he does. He'll put me from a ten to a zero, in a heartbeat. Yeah, he's the only one that understands me right now. And with that, we're gonna. I think we're gonna cut. But before we cut, before we before cut. we cut, um, if. I know you've gone through a lot of stuff in your life. Yep. So if you could give advice to somebody that's going through the same stuff you were going through when you were mm-hmm. growing up, what advice would you give Learn them? Learn from your mistakes. Learn from whatever your past. Learn from whatever you've been through in life. Just look back and look at yourself now and just think that you're in a better place right now. And if you're not, look for help. My help was my family. My kids, my husband, my family. I've been through a lot in life. And I look back now and I go, oh my God. Look at where I'm at now. I'm in a better place right now, of course. Just look back and look forward and don't look back anymore. And get help. If you need help, get help. Some people need help. My help was my husband and my family. That's nothing to be ashamed of. No, not at all. Some people don't have the help. But if you do need help, and you need to reach out and talk, 
send where, us where can they reach you reach me you can reach me at my facebook what's your facebook delia d molinari how do you spell delia d-e-l-i-a and your last name M- well morales m-o-r-a-l-e-s de molinari M-O-L-I-N-A-R-Y And your Instagram? My Instagram is De Delia Morila, Morales I think I'm not even sure I'm on Snapchat Let me take a look real quick <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not even on my own Snapchat I mean we're only recording here yeah, but. <laughs> recording, but Oh damn My Snapchat is D Which is D-E-E Molinary Which is D-E-E M O L I N A R Y. That's my Snapchat. So if anybody wants to reach out, just reach out. Even if talk. they, even if they just wanna, just Chat, pour talk. their pour their thumbs out. Yeah, my so. my um, Facebook. Oh my God! Is Morales M O R A L E S D D E Molinary Delia. And as well, if you want to reach me, if you guys want to talk, or even if you want to reach my mom and you guys don't know how to reach her, um, you can reach me. My Instagram is just underscore ghost, and that's going to be ghost with a zero, not a O, just ghost. My Facebook is Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, last name Justiniano, J-U-S-T-I-N-I-A-N-O, as well as Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter, um, just underscore ghost with a zero as well. Um, feel free to reach out if you guys have any questions. It, it, even if you guys don't need help, if you guys just want to talk. Just to talk. Just I'm also talk. on Snapchat. I have Snapchat too, man. I'm only 47. <laughs> I like to post a lot of food. And I like um, to just post, you know. Myself. Um so I'm under your ha- Snapchat is Hazel Eyes. Hazel Eyes. Hazel Space Eyes. Hazel. Or D Molinary. So and then tomorrow we're actually gonna have a pretty interesting episode. We're gonna yes, have Sergio we here. Yes, we are. Sergio's coming over. We're gonna talk a little bit about his life. Um we're gonna talk about his career. He has his a life. really he has a really interesting life. Um, he's been in my life for, for a really long, long time. time. Um, he's one of those people that I love with all my heart. And it's, he's one of those people that I could go six months without talking to him. And I talk to him and it's like we didn't even go a day without talking. Yeah. And he's always been like another son to my mom. Yep, he has been. And pretty sad his father passed away. May he rest months, in peace. A couple of months ago and it's been really hard for him and he isolated himself <laughs> for a while, but he's loved. But he overcame it. He overcame he it. He overcame it and where he's at in his life right now, um I look up to him. Yep. I can honestly say I look up to him a lot. Great kid. So, but we're going to end it here and hopefully Once you guys, end. hopefully you guys, uh, keep on listening. I appreciate you guys. I know it's been a really long episode. Um, I told you guys, I want you guys to know everything about my life. My mom is a big part of my life. So I appreciate you guys for listening and don't forget to follow us. 
follow on us instagram the molinari on snapchat hazel eyes and facebook which is delia de molinari morales all right looking forward on anyone reaching out to us that needs to talk needs help um, we're here for you thank you guys thank you for listening stay tuned, stay tuned.